a bee flew into my bath one time, also in England, and I cried. Yeah. <laughs> because a bee flew into your bath? You were scared? It was on It was on the bubbles. <laughs> get out! I did. And Bees y'all aren't scary. Get it. And I was like, get it. Bees? So I had to like scoop it out of the bubbles. One well, got in my car the other day and I and I stopped to let him out because they're endangered. I'm not necessarily scared all the way of bees, but I don't think I've been bitten by one. And I what got if stung I, and then I was like, oh, that's it? But what if I'm uh, the one that's allergic to it? See, I don't think I've been, I, don't, I can't remember. I think your first time you don't die. After that. <laughs> the first time you don't that's die. That's the rule. <laughs> yeah. That's the allergy rule. <laughs> yeah, the first time when you just find about find out about your allergy, you don't die. That's okay. how you find out. That's okay. not what uh what Bridgerton said. Bridgerton? Yeah, that's how their daddy died. Yeah. First first he got attacked. I thought he got attacked by a bunch of bees. I don't know. No, I think Dude, it was one. Plus it was like eighteen hundreds or whatever time they were. It's a not open one, yes. Also, are you planning on using that? No, you can have it. Oh, that's kinda neat that they can go elsewhere. Oh, that's neat. <laughs> oh yeah. Don't be fancy. Mm-hmm. I we loved call it, but that's for nothing. That's so sickening. Don't Not worry. Fancy. You will get when we get our house. They go really yeah, fancy. So yeah, because they gonna have this unnecessarily complicated bed with a chair in it, a table, a <laughs> massage kit. Like I'm gonna be to get my massage in that chair. Oh, I'm getting the massage chair. <laughs> I'm but I'm the. the real, I want the real massage. Yes, chair. it's like a chair on the side. on the side of the bed. It's a massage chair attached to the bed. To the bed. <laughs> Get out, sitting in your massage chair. What, you roll, roll into it? it no, I mean, if you separate. want to. It's exactly. Just, it's like, it's sort of like how sectionals are. They can move in pieces. It's just a part of the whole setup of the bed. And it also has a bookcase. It's like how bookcases. Exactly. <laughs> in the bed? <laughs> it's a, exactly. It's like book. You know. Sean gonna see it and then buy it. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's why he's asking all these things. Like, <laughs> tell me more. It has a safe, it has a nightlight, it has a table, like a, a thing. They get ridiculous because some of them got couches on them too. It has yeah, or seating. I'm, no, I'm, and it has I'm, like the table that comes out for the computer table, like you could work in an LED light. So you don't have to leave your bed. <laughs> I see. Does it have a toilet as well? No. Might as well. Exactly. That's what you're missing. You don't got to leave your, leave the one spot. Like a bedpan or something. <laughs> Them things are horrible. Yeah. I could not imagine. I have a whole story on that, but that's for another day. Mm-hmm. About using a bedpan? Yeah. When I was in the hospital when my lung collapsed. I'm going to mm-hmm. tell it now anyway. Um, when I was in the hospital, um, I had like. Yeah, yeah, his yeah, lung my collapsed. lung collapsed back in his high front school. two teeth are fake. It's a lot of stuff about oh. Sean. Is it front two? Yes, yeah, front two. Yeah. <laughs> oh, does the world not supposed to know that? My <laughs> bad. It's just the way you wrote, rattled it off. He got one lot. He got one lung. His front two teeth are fake. Like, what else you want to know? Right. Poor baby, right? Whole story. But um, like, so Mama I peed in like, out here. I peed in this like cup thing because that's what they had. Oh, okay. And like my remote like slid across like the room. Like, so so I you call, knocked over the like, So the I went to go put the cup like on the table thing and then I like missed and it fell and I was just like. So now you had to use the bed pad. Well, so then I just had to sit there. Oh, shoot. And my pee. Oh. And just wait for a nurse to come because. Nurses be going through it because I couldn't do it. I'd be like, have y'all lost your mind? Y'all want me to clean this up? This well, is grown man pee. I cleaned it, but that's just the pee. There's so many other I know about the body. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, and oh. then sometimes you have patients who do weird stuff with it, and like mm-hmm. they play, play. want to play with it on the walls. And... I don't know. Mm-hmm. Some people be having fetishes, or even blood. I can't be a lot of things. I'm learning. <laughs> it's a podcast. It's a video, and more. Okay. Welcome, everyone, or welcome back, everyone, to We Grown? Question mark. I'm Maya. We have Jess to my left and Sean to my right. Um, And today, you know, in our Choose Your Own Adventure, we have chosen to bring on Mama Coleman, (laughs) the one and only. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> probably too much. <laughs> she is she's a staple in our in our dynamic, especially between Jess and I, because she is just mother-in-law. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Even though she was my mama Coleman first, and I claim her. You know, I ha- now have to share her with. Jess. I have two daughters. That's there we all. go. She she means she has one daughter and a daughter-in-law. Wow, that's but, crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we have Mama Coleman here. You know, she's a wife. She's been married for thirty plus years. Yeah, we yeah. celebrated wow. last year, right? This year. Yeah, this year. Er- yeah, earlier yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. Um, thirty whole years. She got grown kids, all boys. Three of them jumps. I like them a little bit. You, know? <laughs> you better brothers. love your brothers. <laughs> they my brothers. They my brothers. My light skin brothers. <laughs> you know, I got a set of dark skin and a set of light skin. You gotta, you gotta balance. It's funny because it's three and three, literally. Yeah, that's true. I got, I got a whole set on both sides. That's true. Um, but yeah, Mama Coleman is joining us on this journey today, and she'll be choosing our adventure. So mm-hmm. we're gonna start off as we always do. Actually, we're going to say, have you subscribed, liked, and shared? Because you're not about to watch this whole thing and not like, share, and subscribe. Like, please. What are you even doing? Do that. Do that. Do that first. Now. (laughs) And then listen to what had her feeling grown. Mm. So, lately, what has me feeling grown is realizing, I heard a preacher um, have a a preached moment when he was talking about life is in quarters, like mm. a football game. And mm. he was saying like the first quarter, like one through 18 second quarter. So basically I was in my third quarter. Mm. So knowing that I have more behind me than ahead of me mm. is, is something that's been rather, you know, sitting with me lately. Yeah. But so I've been feeling grown for a long time, but like le- recently was, in this era, in this time, is really just focusing on enjoying life, mm-hmm. that life is not promised one day at a time, yeah. enjoy my babies <laughs> and their friends, <laughs> <laughs> and so, and just loving, living and loving hard. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That is mm-hmm. good. I think we are still like we're I guess we're somewhere in the middle there. Yeah, second quarter. Yeah, I would say oh, we second probably quarter, second yeah. quarter. <laughs> so we we haven't really, really faced mortality or like feeling mm-hmm. like maybe we have a little bit. I kind of have, have just because of like mm-hmm. seeing people around me mm-hmm. pass and then having kids and like the fear of mm-hmm. anything can happen, but yeah. it's not like I feel like something will happen to me necessarily, even though mm-hmm. I, I do say that often because my mom died young. So I'm always like, what if it's I don't concern. live that long? Like mm-hmm. I should spend all my money <laughs> yeah. or I should do whatever I want. Like you don't know what's going to happen. So mm-hmm. yeah, that'll definitely have you feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this week I've had a more reckoning with that. Like I've been working a lot more than usual and like, crazy hours and like day before yesterday I think I was just like I was up to almost like 4 a.m just working on stuff and then still had to go to work the next day and like the next day like I could feel like my heart like palpitating Mm -hmm. and like I had to kind of like just take a chill moment and like really just take care of myself and so I'm like people do this people live like this and I can't even live like a day or a few hours like this like I really need to step back and reprioritize like what is important to me and like we've talked about it on here before of like you know like these jobs will replace you in a minute Mm -hmm. so like you prioritizing your work before your health and your family and all of that like it's at the end of the day and at the end of your life what are you going to value the most and I really like like that it's just another like m- reminder for me, especially this week, where I'm like, you know what, I'm reprioritizing everything. Like, I can't, I can't live like this. And what, what do I value? And I value like the relationships I have with like my friends, my family, like my husband. So, yeah, it's a word. Yeah. Um. So we don't have a topic because, again, choose your own adventure. But <laughs> in the vein of mortality and things like that and just feeling grown um 
we want to ask you as one of our older guests, when did you, like, what moment did you feel like I'm an adult? I'm fully grown now. Fully grown, probably, um, You can start with partially grown if you want to work your okay. way up. There you go. <laughs> well, well, for one, I, my unfortunately, my mom passed away when I was seven. But even before that, my mom was a drug addict, and I was raised by my grandmother. Mm-hmm. So I knew and understood that life isn't always roses Mm. and so and being in a household where I was raised by my grandmother I therefore was raised with her kids and her kids were significantly older than me but not out the house Mm. so and I also was the youngest of eight in in a sense so being raised with my older uncles and aunts uh, most of them left you know by the time I was probably really cognizant of things but her um youngest child was only who's only nine years older than me he was still there and he felt kind of way like because he had he didn't get to have certain things because she was still taking care of us and I think it had came out it would come out a little bit like you know you should be grateful mm-hmm. like overly grateful kind of mm-hmm. kind of thing and I'm like but she's my mom. I don't see, like, you should just be thankful you're here. Like, like all of the stuff. And I'm like, mm. okay, I, I, and I didn't, I didn't, you know, I was like 12 or 13 and recognized that, okay, I see what he's saying. Like, if it, if it wasn't for her taking on three other kids, his life would probably be significantly better. Yeah. But that wasn't my doing. Yeah, and it wasn't he, your fault. He's, and I've been with her since infancy since like one but with that it feeling like and also always feeling like I didn't belong like knowing mm. I for one I didn't look like any of them uh, my mom we don't know who my father was and I don't look like any of my family my family looked like yes mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, and um sure right here <laughs> And so, and even like, even growing up, like people like, who's your fat? Like if you in the neighborhood and somebody coming, I'm like, I'm a Kimbro. And they like, you ain't his, how you his brother? How you, how you his sister? How's Mm -hmm. he your brother rather? Mm -hmm. And how's she your sister? Like, where they pick you up at? (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So, so I learned early on that, that life isn't always fair. And then... So then my sister, who was only, she's only three years older than me, when we became teenagers, it was more so like, we on our own. Like, yes, grandma's there, but she's older, and she's not going to always be with us. And so we had to, it made me grow up a little faster. And so by the time I would say 18 and 19, it was just... I understood that I have to find my own family. And when I do have family, that's made me. So when I guess more so when I was fully felt fully grown is when I had my son. Like, this is now my family and no one can take him away from yeah. me. Yeah. That's good. That is good. So, so you talk about you had your son. Can you Can you walk us through, like, what your chapters are then, like, what chapters of life have you been through? Because you kind of walked us through childhood already. And now let's start from you having your son. Okay. So I had him out of wedlock, which was, listen, like I felt like, so I had him when I was only 19. So he was such a blessing. And all of it. But though we had him young, we knew what we wanted and how we wanted to raise him. Mm. And so 
he actually was a catalyst for growing up quickly because, for instance, we would raise him in a time where they were pushing formula on babies mm-hmm. and that you should feed them formula is better than breast milk because you young people don't eat right. And um, and I'm like, no, I'm breastfeeding. It was also a time when you put cereal in their bottles. I'm like, never doing that. It was also a time when you overfed them, not doing that either. And then I got pushback, like, she's doing everything by the doctor book. <laughs> I'm like, no, I've done research. And these are the things that's better. He need antibodies to have protection against getting sick. And he never had an infection until he was 10. I mean, so he was the catalyst for me doing things my way and helped me have my voice, which I had early on, because they'll tell you I've definitely pushed back to a lot of stuff with my parents and my my grandmother. But he definitely was a catalyst for I'm going to do things my way. Yeah. What's best for my child. Mm-hmm. So that would be the first, you said the first season yeah. was growing up. like, And then even because I did get pregnant out of wedlock and I got pregnant by someone who was in the church, Ronald Coleman. Senior, not you playing government, <laughs> <laughs> but it, okay. because who he was, they kind of tried to push us to get married, and I was, and I pushed back on that. I'm like, I'm not marrying him because I had a child. Who does? Why? <laughs> like, <laughs> lots of people do, right? I'm like, and then, and the crazy thing is, I'm like, I know this man loves me. He loves me, and he wants to take care of us. But we're not in a position to be married. Mm-hmm. Why are we getting married? Because you say so. Yeah. So I was just standing. I didn't, I wouldn't, couldn't give it a voice then to say what it was, but standing in what I knew was true for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess that's the beginning of being an adult when you can stand in your truth. Yeah. And not accept the narrative that yeah. everybody yeah. wants to push on you. Yeah. That's real. That's real. Because that's truly what, I mean, seriously, like, what, from from the baby, like, you you don't know what you're doing. Like, so. But you're the mom. So it's like, I I know my child because this is my child. So I will figure it out for my child versus having everybody tell you, like, what you should and shouldn't do. Well, more so, I was like. You're doing things for babies just because of habit. Mm. I'm doing things for this child based upon knowledge. That's so true. it was easier to stand in that. Like, I'm not doing this just because I want to be difficult. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think you should. I'm like, y'all putting cereal in the bottle so they can sleep more, but they're saying that it's not good for their digestive health and then you look at the black community it's like we overfed overeat and and people want to say we have it's a lot of stuff heredity we heredit what i feel like we inherited bad eating habits Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah so Next phase is now you got all these kids. Yeah. Well, marriage because she oh, yeah, yeah, she yeah, didn't want to get married. So what what changed your mind well, about actually, getting married? Okay, this is story too. So basically, we were we were together. Of course, we stayed together. Though we had Ronald, we stayed together, and we loved each other. And then I think he was in school, and he was comfortable working, and he was visiting, and I was living with mom, and he was living with his mother, but. I was getting frustrated that I had the full load. Mm, yeah. And um a little bit and missed them. Like you can like of course you want to go play ball or you want to go you want to go to school. You don't always want to come be with us. But if we were together, then it wouldn't be a choice. Mm. So I think I gave him up ultimatum. <laughs> How you gonna give him an ultimatum wow. after you say you ain't wanna do it? 
Because it's her decision. Yeah, it, it was on her. Exactly. So I told him. I think he has. We he might differ, but I told him basically we need to be married by next year. Oh no, we don't. Or we're not. We're not gonna be stay together. And so, and so he he told his mom, and his mom won the wedding. And so, and it was crazy because I think we had said this sometime in the fall. I mean, no, sometime in January or some anyway, because we got married in May. I don't know, but I don't remember the the timeline exactly. But anyway, his wife, his mom was like, "Well, because his 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 eldest brother eloped, his middle brother." Got married at Justice of Peace. So the mother was like, I one want of y'all going to give me a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and so, therefore, it was a wedding was to be had. And Ronald wanted to, he loved his mom. He's a daddy. He's a mama's boy. And, um, and so he was like, we got to have a wedding. And I was like, that's fine. And so she did a lot of the planning. Um, He even picked my dress. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to be married. Yeah, I, <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> so it wasn't. It wasn't a big thing. I didn't want. But we we also was a part of a big church, so mm-hmm. it ended up being. It was a lot of people. A three hundred people wedding, but wow. it was also very inexpensive wedding. And it also happened within three months because he had a deadline. We got, he was like, <laughs> the ultimatum. Like, I don't care what you do. Why don't you get this three months? Three months. Got whatever. It wasn't three dress. months. It was like by the end before the year. Oh so, yeah. So, um, he was like, "We doing this." So when we when we well, and plus my husband is the type. Once he's on board, he's on board. Mm-hmm. So, which is good. Yeah. And so that was like, oh, but like like you said, then that introduced us to raising kids and being together. And and so we did not plan. So after we got married, Ronald was three by this time. And so we did not, I never took birth control. It was just like whatever happens, happen. I mean, I guess we used condoms and different things, but never like I didn't want to be on the pill per se. Yeah. And so then Jarrell came, and then after Jarrell, we was like we looking at each other, and he was like, I, he was not gonna get snipped. So he was like, I said, well, whatever happened, a baby or thirty. <laughs> So, a baby was a year later. So, then came. A baby or 30? Yeah, whatever came first. If you get pregnant or 30. Because I'm not having no uh, more after 30. I thought you meant a baby or 30 babies. <laughs> <laughs> that was the, like, I'm glad I got the age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, I was like, it could go either way. I'm yeah. <laughs> no, not 30 babies. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not getting on birth control. We gonna keep having these babies. Exactly. No, but no one. And so three was the max. And so, and then I I got I got the surgery to not have any more. But we enjoyed them. They were babies were fun. Babies were cool. And that was the probably the we're happy now. I can't say happiest part of our marriage, but it was very joyful. Yeah. It was very, yeah. it was very calm and chaos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, three was, boys. <laughs> I would imagine a little chaos in there, but not really. They were actually very easy to to parent. That's good. I think we we were on the same page. So I would say that I would say that I think what made that time of our lives the best. And happiest because we never were not on the same page when it came to parenting. Yeah. Um, we were never on the, not on the same page when it came to loving. We both loved hard on them. We both wanted them to be people who people would like, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. like so, and want them to experience joy. 
and the in love of God. And I think feeding them our love and and wanting them to know that they're safe, loved, protected, wanted. All of those things made them be easy to parent. Because yeah. mm-hmm. they fed that all back to us. If yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it's, I'm thinking about them like, yeah, like my kids, they are very loving. And mm-hmm. like Jess said the other day, like they're so easy to love. And I'm like, they are. They are. They they are like, but they also they get it too. Mm-hmm. They feel so much love around them. They, mm-hmm. There's so many people that are just like loving on them at all times. So, what else will they do? Like, yeah. that's just that's what, what they, they see. Yeah. yeah, and and I think for me, not feeling loved, like I was raised my grandma. I knew she loved us because of the things she did and took care of us. But she wasn't raised with the the words. Yeah. She was not the person who would tell you she loved you. Yeah. The affirmation wasn't there, but yeah. she did it through her actions. Right. Like, but yeah. it was, I don't think, I think when I was an adult and they were young and how she loved them, she would, she, she did, she loved the kids and the kids got to see her until Karen was about five. But, um, but she would not, she never said it. So I think when I would call her, or like, you want to see the kids, I said, I love you. And I would just, I would say, I love there. you, and wait for her to answer. I think, I don't know if she ever said it back. Mm. But I still was like, I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to stay on the you phone. For me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but so. And I had to tell my husband, I said, I think I had a little bit of fear of abandonment because of the deaths. Like my, I didn't bring up, but my brother passed when I was 17, 16. Um, my mom passed when I was seven. Though she didn't raise me, but she passed when I was seven. So I told him all the time, I love you. Like, And then I told the kids all the time. I loved them and probably a lot and I and I hung close and I and I hugged them a lot and held on to them tightly, knowing that life was not guaranteed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think for me the fear and then it was always a big fear that I would pass and they would have to be raised somebody who they wasn't their first choice. And that's what's scary to me. So when Ronald turned 18, I did a happy dance. Like, okay. Because <laughs> you don't have to go to anyone. Yeah, yeah. And you can... You're an adult. Adult. And then when Jarrell turned 18, it was either a bigger breather. Yeah. Yeah. With Cameron. Not that I... Because... And I had people in mind who would step in. But, the, like, I have that fear, like you. Like, yeah. no one is going to love on your babies. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it might be wrong, but. but I mean, even the, if they do love on your kids, it's still not you. It's not and you. That's the, yeah. That's the thing. Like, no matter how much somebody tries, that longing for their parent is always going to be there. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a interesting thing. Yeah. So your kids being grown, that's I would think it's the next chapter. What do oh, y'all do? Let me like the full story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the kids being grown was sad and good. Like I mean, I I don't mind. Like I'm not that per I'm not a I don't believe I'm a hover, hover helicopter parent. A helicopter parent. I think I'm probably too hands off as they got older because I felt like my husband was the mama's <laughs> boy. <laughs> and, and I was, you didn't want a mama's boy? I not I did. I kind of want the love from him, but not the clean. Not the I'm going to do your clothes and laundry until you leave my house. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, you can go now. <laughs> 
back. <laughs> I just want the hugs. I don't want yeah, the yes. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. So, so, so basically, they were cleaning and, and cooking at a young age, and we both agreed that was fine. Like they cooked dinner. Um, each of them had some had nights to cook dinner, and Marla was a good cook. And Cameron, Jarrell hated it half of the time, but but he had to some days. That's why he thinks he can take off now and just let me cook everything. <laughs> that is why it makes sense now. Because <laughs> I'd be like, you want to cook? And he'd be like, mm, if you want to. like, No, I literally stopped <laughs> cooking for them by the time they got to high school. <laughs> See, that's why. Because I'd be like, you can cook. Trust me, I, I love his cooking. But he'd be like, man, I like your cooking. Well, we both like each other's cooking, so somebody got to cook. Y'all need to have rotations. That's, that's true. So, yeah. And they had to do their own laundry. Mm-hmm. And so Cameron said, yeah, but Ma, I had to do my laundry before I could reach the bottom of the top. <laughs> I said, oh, I'm sorry. I thought I thought it was 12. He was like, I was 10. I said, okay, well, it got younger and younger. <laughs> Man, your brothers are doing it. <laughs> Join them, just join them. Right. So, um, but I loved, I loved even the teen years. I mean, the biggest thing, only thing I could say with my kids was sometimes the mouth, like yeah, sarcasm. yeah, sarcasm, Jesus. Or talking back. And but then my husband, he stepped in, and beat him down. Yeah, and, well, he <laughs> beat him down. Oh, you know. he. Stepped in, and when he had the conversation, like he, it was sort of like you talk to her again. I'm gonna treat you like somebody that came out the street, and like and you. that's not like a market surrender. Like, don't talk to my wife like that. Right. I don't think you are. It's like I'm their mama. <laughs> <laughs> he don't be. He don't be. That ain't your right. mama. That's my wife. <laughs> right. And that's what he he had to have that conversation. Yeah. That that's my wife. Mm-hmm. And your m- mom, and you're gonna have to deal with me if you don't change how you're speaking to her. Yeah. And um, and then I had no, I think that was the last incident that I had to deal with anything like that with them. But that's what I said. The only thing I mean, literally, I cannot say I had any sleepless nights for, from any of my kids. And that's and I know that's rare. Mm-hmm. I cannot. I mean, I didn't worry about them. I didn't worry about um, their friends. We. I didn't. I think I raised. This is this is my philosophy on raising them and getting them up. Was that we tell you the tools? We tell you what's expected of you. What you know, what we, what would hurt us, and what would hurt God, it's up to you to choose yeah. what you want to do with that. With that, mm-hmm. and I can't walk your path. I can't be responsible for your sins. I have my sins to mm-hmm. contend with. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna trust that you make good decisions. Until I see otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I have to do things based upon what I see. Yeah. And thankfully, Lord, and, and with prayer, and with God on our side, I didn't ever really have to confront them with feeling like you going crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. So have we have we caught up to now for you? Well, yeah, that was their teen years, and then now, and then they were, because two are still at home, and basically I do nothing for them either, <laughs> which started early. It started yeah. about high school. I don't, I feel like we giving you a roof over your head, we giving food that we choose to get. Now that you're grown, you can buy your own food, but we giving you the freezer to store it. <laughs> itemized <laughs> and, and, and the electricity 
Because a lot of people are like, why, you know, you're not teaching them. You're not making them pay for anything. Like, we haven't yet ever to charge our kids for rent. We never really did. Not Ron or not Cameron and Jarrell. And not just because they didn't really have jobs, per se, that we felt could. And when Ronald on his own, RJ rather, the, the oldest, chose to give us money for, for, for room and board or whatever, but it was never like you have to. At least not, you know, it never was stated like you have to. Mm-hmm. And um, and people's like, but that's not good. You're not teaching them. I'm like, this is my house. Mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you hear it. Yeah. And so some people I answered like, and then some people I just like, okay, I'm glad you think that. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think the parents who make their kids pay bills aren't teaching. What they're teaching their kids to me is that, that might be rude. I don't get canceled. <laughs> but basically, say it, say it. I feel like, because my 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 dad never charged Same. us to live in the house. Yeah. Like he's teaching you. Yeah, lucky. But I'm saying I'm saying they're t- they're teaching you. You're gonna have to go into the real world anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we were included enough to know things cost money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't be having the lights on and doing this. Don't be mm-hmm. having this. And my dad sometimes if we did something that made his any bill high, he'd be like, "Come and look at this." Because <laughs> this is what I have to pay because of what you're doing. So yeah. we understood yeah. the how, consequences. Yeah, we understood how it worked, mm-hmm. and we understood mm-hmm. that this man is working and like doing things in order to keep things afloat. And we yeah. and he explained things like that to us. So we weren't like, "Oh, everything is free." Like, right. I'm not gonna because if I have to give you my money now, I'm gonna be sad that I gotta go to work <laughs> early. Like, let me be out your house before I start getting depressed. Like, when I got my dad's house. My dad believes in when you in his house, like you are his child and he's going to take care of you, period. Like, that's just what it is. If I go to my dad's house now, he will be like, do you want something to eat? Do you want to take this home? Do you want this? Oh, yeah. And I made this. It's in the freezer. Go get it and take it with you. Like, we're his children. That's what he wants us to do. I could go to my house, to my dad's house and shop. I could be like, oh, I need toilet paper. I'm going to take this. Mm-hmm. Oh, I need a towel. That one is nice. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take this. Like, he's not going to stop me. I've literally taken furniture from that man's house. <laughs> and he's just like, Retweet. <laughs> Retweet. Because it's like, that's just that's just how it is. Yeah. But. That's not how it was for me. I was paying rent. <laughs> but probably because I was working. So, I mean, I was working in high school. Yeah. Yeah. I've worked since ninth grade. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't like the idea of it. I don't it. like the idea of it. <laughs> but I also had an older sister, and I yeah. felt like we were treated the same. Ah, okay. that I mean, would like, make that can make sense. She's older than me, yeah. so then it was like, okay, well, you should be like. I never forget when my sister got kicked off of the cell phone bill, mm-hmm. and then my like, she, my sister complained that. Well, thing. why is Sean still on here? She's six years older than you, though. Yeah. I'm still on my parents' cell phone bill. She said, well, why is Sean still on here? So then I got kicked off. And I was like, but Ma, I can just give you like some money. And then she's like, no, I'm going to kick you off too. And (laughs) I was like, but now all of us paying all this high bill. Y'all could have just listen. That's my answer to everything. In this economy? In this economy? Yeah, no. I feel like a lot of this stuff happened just because my sister was older. And Mm. then your mom wanted to be fair. Yeah, and I was but like, is it really fair though? I don't think I that's six a year difference. He shouldn't be doing the same thing that she's doing. Mm-hmm. I get it. I but, get it. I mean, and I get circumstances. So, like, you know, my sister was getting out of college mm-hmm. and she didn't have a job yet, but I was working. Like, I had a job, so I was like, I get it. But then I was like, Why well, I'm paying this rent? <laughs> like, she just started paying, and now I'm paying. If we paying the same, mm-hmm. not the same amount. Well, I don't know how much she paid actually. Um, I also feel like she got her money back, and then mm-hmm. and when she moved out, mm-hmm. and I didn't. But hmm. maybe she didn't. Maybe that's just something I made up in my head. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question along those lines, what you were talking about. I have a philosophy. Well, I I can't say it's mine, but I've I know I read it somewhere. Every child has a different in the same household have a different set of parents. Mm-hmm. And I think that parents don't acknowledge that enough. Mm-hmm. And and like you say, because they want to be fair. But you can never truly be yeah. fair because the parent that 
RJ had is not the same parent that Jarrell inherited, mm-hmm. got, and then the parent that Cameron got wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've told that to my age group or older, and they like, I love my kids the same. I didn't show favorites. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's not what I'm talking no. about. I'm talking about that you you grow, mm-hmm. you learn, you love different, yeah. mm-hmm. you are different, mm-hmm. you know differently, and you also should know the child is yeah. not the same, and they're different people. And if you are treating them exactly equal, that's really not fair mm-hmm. because yeah. they need different things from you. Yeah. 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 One of my cousins, like, she had her kids pretty young. And I remember, like, when we went to visit, like, me and her and another cousin, we just, like, went out to, like, get dinner. And she was, like, telling us about, like, her experience parenting. And she's like, I didn't really get it until I had my own kids, but, like, I love all of them equally, but I love all of them differently. Mm -hmm. Like each of them have their own personalities and their own like things. And I want to make sure I continue to like feed that. So I can't like, essentially what she was saying was I can't parent them all the same way because Mm -hmm. some of them are more sensitive and some of them are less sensitive. Some of them are more, you know, stubborn than others. And so I don't want to crush their spirits or just like treat them all the same. But I want to make sure that I'm still encouraging them to be who they are, but still guiding them in life. And so I'm like, from then on, I kind of like, okay, now I kind of get what they, what people mean when they say like, you have a different set of parents or your parents treated this person differently than this other person. Because it's just like, unless you want to crush who they really are, like, you can't treat everybody the same way. And I, to me personally, I feel like that's how God is as well. Like, I don't think he treats all of his children or parents, all of his children, the exact same way. So like what may, what you may feel God is telling you may not be the message he's telling me. That's true. You know? And if he is and he God and he can give out everything, I want to, Celine Dion voice. <laughs> you know, Listen, if we're going to be making requests. Equal, but if you're going to give out equal gifts, yeah. give them all equally. Right. So like, no, if we, if we all equal, then, hey, why am I not up here in the upper echelon? Why am I, you know, and, yeah. Right. So, so, yeah, I, I definitely get it. I saw, um, I don't know, it was like this post on Instagram the other day, and it was like this guy, he had twins. Um, so then they were like kids. They were like, mm-hmm. I don't know, six. So he's like hugging both of them. And it's like, oh, have a great day at school. Um, and it's like the heart meter is like 100% full. And then it was like them as teenagers. So one is like blonde. And he's like hugs her and he's like, have a great day at school. And she's like, oh my God, like love you, dad. And it's like heart meter was 100%. And then the other girl came and she's like kind of like emo. And he's like, ugh. And the girl was like, Ugh. And then it was like heart <laughs> meter one hundred percent. And it was like, oh, I was like, that was it was just like yeah, it makes thing. yeah, and like, yeah. And they were like, oh, he gets her so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, my That's kids cute. are like that. Yeah. Like Hezzy is a physical touch. Yeah, I love be, it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Hezzy is the one you can get all the good. Yeah, I love his hugs. He be yes. doing that old man pat too with his hugs. <laughs> He's kid that you pick up from school and they run to you mm-hmm. and they like jump in your arms it's great He's Cameron 2.0 and and <laughs> that's joyous Cameron is like a baby hi why didn't you bring me a snack like that's joyous <laughs> she she don't got time for the extraness she just wants what she wants and that's it yeah and so they are different if I go and try to hug joyous she's gonna be like what's this for <laughs> you okay or like she's gonna ask a question like unless she's just in the mood she has to be in the mood mm-hmm. and the only time she's really in the mood is if it's ipad day and, she, and then she'll be like you can rest your head on my lap and she'll smile at you but she'll be watching the ipad <laughs> if you go and hug hezzy he will drop everything and mm-hmm. be like we doing love mm-hmm. love but yeah when we so, were in he like walked up and hugged me i was like ooh. <laughs> and he went upstairs just now he was like hugs and i was like yeah, he's oh, yeah. He's like, you heard him. He was like, "I love you, mommy." I'm trying to have a conversation. <laughs> I love you, mommy. I love you, mommy. I love you. And I'm just like, respond to me, <laughs> like, bro. This is not the time for I love yous, but okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's definitely different. Yeah. And I think that when you're the kid in these situations, 
and your parents may be trying to do things differently or maybe they're trying to be fair and it's it's the kids always perceive it differently until oh, yeah. they're older. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like once I got older, I was like, I always felt I was the favorite. I still feel like I'm the favorite. So to <laughs> me, I felt like I was raised as the favorite. <laughs> and I think my siblings felt the same way. And I still say it. And I, but I don't know if my parents knew that that's what they were doing because yeah. I feel like everybody would say I'm the favorite <laughs> as much as we, cause now we, we will, I think I've asked my dad in front of everybody. He's like, well, I don't have no favorite. And all of them looking like, <laughs> why are you lying? <laughs> you gonna lie to us like that? But when I, I try to say Ronald is my favorite, but I don't. No, Cameron, think Cameron is your favorite. favorite. No one said Ronald. <laughs> Nobody says favorite. Ronald is your favorite. That's the correction. Cameron, Cameron is your favorite. That's not even play a game right. Now. Well, but Kevin always say Ronald is my favorite. Cameron, because he got to combat it. Because he know the truth is he's, he's the, the favorite. He's the favorite by far. It's not even. It's Cameron. You got to have like five kids in between. Then it's Ronald. Then five. Then, because they not even close. It's not even a it's not even a competition. Everybody knows Cameron is a favorite. Cameron's just easiest to love. <laughs> this is on record. <laughs> no, but just like like it has like like the, the radar thing. Just he just evokes the same type of love, love. that you want to yeah, is yeah. what he accepts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. I yeah. wasn't a favorite. <laughs> clearly paying I thought, rent i feel like a period of time i thought i was a favorite and then like as i got older i was like oh dang it's not me like, <laughs> not I the mean, realization no, i realized it. actually it was i realized that a long time ago mm-hmm. i realized that when i was a kid like Aww. when I, my whole family would go to like oh my sister's dance recital like my grandma my aunts and uncles would be there and i'd be like oh i got a soccer game coming up and i'd be like they'd be like oh we're not going to that and I'm like, <laughs> they're like it's hot i'm like that's fair. Is like, it fair? Oh, no. Did you have any indoor activities they could have went to? Karate. They didn't go to that? <laughs> Dang. They didn't come we to We went to my school. cousin's piano recitals, though. I guess that doesn't help either. No, it doesn't. Still puts me on the bottom. Dang. Uh-huh. But like I said, I realized this a long time ago. So. We would come to your stuff. We, we would and we do. Thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that might go back to, you remember you were talking about in one of our episodes that Sean shows up for everything. Yes, oh, Sean yeah. is the person that shows up. Yeah, that would make sense. Little little childhood trauma, <laughs> little childhood trauma expressing itself in a different way, you know. I know. Forces you to show up to people's stuff so that I got to be there. Felt. Oh. I mean, I don't I don't know if I felt some kind of way about it. Now I do. You adapted cool. to it then, though. Yeah. Like it was, it wasn't something you yeah. could control. So you're just like, oh well, I guess this is just I mean, my life. Because yeah, I was like, I mean, that's fair. Like it is hot. Track meets are long. Like, did yeah. I do indoor stuff? Yeah, not really. Mm-hmm. Indoor track. They were really long too. They were not that bad. Track is long. Like, they would be there. Like we would get there. It's so okay, early. Sean. You don't have to give excuses. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. a- he's like, they didn't love you. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> What? It's not the same. Not in the same way. Did, yeah. I feel bad. I, I don't know because I didn't like going to kids stuff. But you probably equally did that. Yeah. Did your kids do? I, well, I you didn't go to any of your kids stuff. Terrell was in basketball. We went to one or two games. Then that was it. Ronald was in track. I you went said, to one meet, and that was it. Did you say Jerome? Yeah. yeah. Was in basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. He be hooping with them. Yeah. Oh, I might have to go past the rock. Get now. out. <laughs> Boy. Yeah. Not even go get up early. Uh, oh, mm. But not even be out there for a minute. They though. do that. I mean, they yeah, didn't that's... do a lot, but I'm saying I'm not, I don't know. I'm. You probably treat, you treated them fairly though. Like yeah. you went to some, but you were yeah, like, I'm not. crazy if you went to one, but not yeah. the others. Yeah. Yeah. Not that your parents are crazy. <laughs> no, no, my my parents went. My okay. parents went to all my stuff. That's good. Though. Okay, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Like my mom was at like every track. Oh, good. Uh-huh. So it's just oh, your family. So it's your family. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. You don't have to be the favorite in your whole family. We don't. I mean, but, it would be nice, but, but that no. They went to all the other cousins. Yeah. Stuff, or they went to. Okay, I see. So it was like they made a difference when it came to you versus. It's because yeah. you were a boy. And I feel like it's because. I was a boy. I feel like I was younger. I mean, I was oh, younger. Okay. Like, my sister and my cousin are, like, the same age. So oh, okay, gotcha. Like, when they would go to Disney, and then it's like, oh, well, Sean's so young. And then it's like, oh, okay. Oh. 
Mm. That would be still sick <clears throat> about that though. I'm not yeah. gonna go to Disney and not take me. Well, I was happy my child. kids wasn't into stuff though, because I'm like, I don't want to be at these things. <laughs> I was also like number three, so then I would have to take somebody else. No, Jalen was there though. That too. Yeah, I was the only child, so that's why I'm like, my parents kind of had to be at everything, and they were also helicopter parents, so they literally were at just about everything I did. Like, it didn't matter what I did; they were there. You just needed a, a non helicopter parent because I wouldn't. I would have been like, "Go have fun." <laughs> yeah, listen. As many times, as much as I, I, they, as much as they wanted me to be independent, it kind of worked against them because then I was like, "Oh, I don't need help. I, I don't want." Like I really tried to be independent more because that's kind of how they tried to encourage me to be. Because I was an only child, they were like, "We don't want you to necessarily feel like you have to always have somebody to the point where you compromise yourself." to you know work with somebody or fill you know somebody else's space or whatever so I think it was helpful but also not helpful because as I got older I was like oh well I'll just do this or I'll just do that and they're like well let us help you let us be a part of this and I'm like no I want to do it myself but I am grateful that while after I graduated I did not have a job and they were like yes come home and was not charged rent or anything like I you know contributed because I'm like I don't want to just be here and just not, you know, be contributing anything. But I contributed. And then when I moved out, even my decision to move out was still going to help them. So it was just like, it wasn't a disservice to me. And then again, in this economy, <laughs> like, I'm like, I would rather pay rent to you than pay rent to some stranger or some organization. And we be building our own wealth versus like, me just for the sake of being independent, just be out here like, I'm moving away. I'm moving out. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so let's, to wrap this, I think, what was my final question? I literally had it in my head and I forgot. To wrap this up, what would you, what advice would you give someone our age? Hmm. Don't take youth for granted. Enjoy your health. Live life to the fullest. Prioritize what's important to you. Learn what that is. Dwell in it. And love hard. All right. I love that. That's good. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you all for watching. We will be seeing Mama Coleman again. Yes. So stay, stay tuned for that. Whether you see her here in the comments. <laughs> yes, she be in the comments, y'all. She do. She do. We love I it. I love you guys. Thank love you guys you. for having me. Thank, Thank you for, for being, being here. here. Yeah. All right. And don't forget, like, share, subscribe. You know, Please. the little boop, 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 boop. Do all the things. Yes. Now you got to do the boop, boop, boop on the TV. I here we go again (laughs) bye guys Bye. bye love y'all